here's where we'll start. Let's go. Let's go to Romans 8, 10 through 13. Let's go Romans 8, 10 through 13. In our meeting earlier with Natasha, she was uh, um, uh, making fun of me, how fun, how fast I talk. She said I sound like, like, sound like a car auctioneer. Uh, auctioneer. And so I'm going to try to, <laughs> and I do, I do. I mean, I accept it. It is what it is. I'm, I'm, so I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to slow down a little bit. So we're going to be Romans 8, <laughs> 10 through 13. Natasha's a jokester too, she told us. And so she'll get, I like to joke a lot too. Um, Romans 8, 10 through 13. Now watch this. Uh, now, again, we're going through that, through, through the whole resurrection theme, uh, sticking to it from Sunday. It says, but if Christ is in you, uh, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. OK, it says, but if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to uh, death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. Verse 11, it says, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, watch this, is living in you, Denise. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, Morel, uh, it says that he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Okay, watch this. Verse 12 says, therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation. All right, now watch this. But it's not to the flesh to live according to it. So yeah, we have this obligation, brothers and sisters, but we don't, but the obligation is not to our flesh. The obligation is not to me, right? He says, watch this, verse uh, 13, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die, okay? So there's not, because we, we understand the thing about sin, for the wages of sin is death, right? For to be carnally minded is death, right? Uh, but now watch this, it says, if you live according to the flesh, you will what? You will die. And, but it goes on to say, but if by the spirit, watch this, and this is what we're talking about, but if by by the spirit, you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. We don't want to talk about death and putting the, the body to death. Watch this. He says, but if the if by the spirit, you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. And so what we're talking about tonight is, as we continue in our resurrection theme, is dying to live, okay? Dying to live. Verse 13 says, if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit... You can't do this on your own, but if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, it says you will live, dying to live. Now watch this. First Peter 1, 3. Uh, uh, you can turn to it uh, later tonight. I'll just make a note of it. First Peter 1, 3 says, all praise to God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again. That's life, right? Jesus said, I come that you might have life and you might have life more abundantly. It's by his great mercy that you may have what that you've been born again. That's life. Why? Because God raised Jesus, that's resurrection, from what? From the dead. So we see life because resurrection from the dead, right? And so we're fresh off of Easter. And this is why I think it's cool to have this kind of study because we're still in that mindset. We're grateful for the resurrection. We're humbled by the resurrection. I was talking to, um, after the uh, uh, Zoom call, I was talking to Sierra. I was texting Crystal, Val. I was just talking about how just, I had a whole kind of feeling of just humility and just this whole sense of just like, unworthiness, you know what I mean, of, of, of God, just, you know, not only uh, of the sacrifice that was made by Jesus, and then the, the, then the, the like the intentional uh, uh, purpose to use me and use us, like we're not worthy of any of that stuff, you know what I mean? And, 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 and so I was just really humbled by it. I see you, Sierra. And so, and so we're still in that mindset, right? And we're talking about living to die. Now watch this. So we saw um, uh, that, that resurrection mindset. We saw that first Peter 
uh, thing. And so, and so we saw uh, uh, life because talk about born again. So we saw life, we saw death because of resurrection, uh, uh, because of, uh, or we saw life, then we saw resurrection and we saw uh, death. Now watch this. So we're in that mindset. Now watch, watch this. We also believe that watch the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, right? Is in us. We see that in Romans eight eleven, right? That the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in us. Now watch this. And also the same power, right? That was in work that was at work in Jesus in the resurrection is also in us. We see that in Ephesians 1, 19 through 21. You can write that down. Y'all gonna have to go back and read these scriptures tonight. Watch this. And so we see that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in us and the same power that was at work at Jesus uh, with the resurrection of Jesus is in us as well. Romans 8, 11, Ephesians 1, 19 through 21. Now watch this. Now watch this. So perhaps we see that as we see this life, and we see resurrection from the dead in Jesus, that perhaps the same power and the same spirit, watch this, that there are some things right now in our present life, there are some things that we go through right now, there are some situations right now that we face in our life that can also use some resurrecting as well, amen, that can also see a resurrection right here in the present day, that some things seem to be dead right now in my life, that I now have a hope that it can be brought back to life because of the same power, watch this, and the same spirit that was alive in Jesus, watch this, has brought my spirit to life, and now things around me live. Now watch this, some things that are dead can be brought back to life. I'm talking about in this life. Watch this, on your own time, read Ezekiel 37, one through four, okay? That's the story about the prophet. Watch this, and the dry bones come to life. He says, do you believe? So God tells the prophet, he says, well, speak. Whatever you say is gonna happen. We're talking about dry bones coming to life. That happened in this life, amen? And so we talk about things coming to life. We're talking about being resurrected. So we see that in Ezekiel 37. I'm gonna slow down, Natasha. Watch this, read Luke. Luke 7, 11 through 17. Read this on your own time. Watch this, Luke 7, 11 through 17. That's the story of when Jesus raised the widow's dead son, raised him up from the dead. Her husband was gone. She's a widow. She's only got her son and, she, and he's being carried out. Jesus sees it, bam, raise him from the dead, all right? And so we see things, watch this, when the when Jesus, the one who who is the resurrection, I see you see her, live, live, live. That's right, that's right. Watch this. And so we see when Jesus uh, 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 in this life raised the widow's son from the dead. Watch this, John 11, that's the story of Lazarus. Lazarus. And so we see in this life, there are things that are dead, but but can now live because the resurrection power was in Jesus. He said, I, I am the resurrection. He is the resurrection. And that same spirit is in us. The same power that was at work is in work with us. And there are things that we may encounter right now that are dead in our life that can live again, that can be raised again. And we've got to believe that. Now watch this. There are things that can be raised from the dead uh, in this life and can be raised again. And some of us need that in our life right now. Now watch this. In order for there to be a resurrection, this is where this, this is where the rubber meets the road. Okay, watch this. In order for there to be a resurrection in those things in our life, there must first be a what? There must first be a death. You cannot raise something from the dead that is already alive. No, 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 no. In order for there to be a resurrection of something, in order for there to be something that is brought to life again, then there must be a death of that thing first. And the 
and the, and the truth of the matter is, the crazy thing is, is that while we're happy to celebrate the resurrection and while we're happy about things that was once dead being brought back alive, death is where we actually have the problem. But the thing that we have the problem with is the thing that is necessary in order for there to be a resurrection. You cannot have resurrection without death. I see you, Ma. You cannot have something raised from the dead if it ain't dead. OK, I'm not talking about something that seems to be dead. I'm not talking about something that's that's just kind of coasting. Along. I'm talking about something that is dead without death. There is no resurrection resurrection and we love the resurrection but we have a problem with death and the, and the truth of the matter is if something's got to be raised again then it has to be dead now watch this are there areas and y'all know what we do these are these are things we may have to ponder and write this down in your journal or put it in your phone or something are there areas in my life where i am expecting and i am desiring a resurrection i need this thing to be back alive but watch this but i have not seen a death in that area yet Watch this. Am I expecting a resurrection? Am I am I anticipating a resurrection? Am I desiring a resurrection? But I have not seen a death yet. Let me give you some examples. Watch this. I want a resurrection in my finances and in my financial situation. Watch this. But have I put to death the thing that needs to be put to death in my finances? My vision for my finances. Am I putting to death bad spending habits? Is that being put to death? Am I putting to death stingy mentalities where I don't give? And I, and so now I, I, I because I don't give, there's no pipeline for me to receive? Am I putting to death my desire? Watch this, because sometimes we have an issue with this. My desire for worldly possessions, these expensive things that, yes, they are nice, but they are not laying up any kind of treasures in heaven. Am I laying up treasures for myself and I'm desiring all this stuff for me? Or am I put laying up treasures in heaven? I see you, mom. I'm trying to preach. Watch this. Watch this. See, I could have I preached Sunday, but mom wasn't on the call Sunday. Uh, I ain't trying to, but you was, you was somewhere else on Easter. I, I get it. No, no, here's my thing. So listen, so listen, you know, I'm just joking, mom. I'm just joking. Now, when I watch this, but am I putting to death the things that need to die in order for my finances to be resurrected? That doesn't mean everybody who's going through a dry time financially hasn't put things to death. It just means you haven't seen the manifestation yet. But these are questions that we have to ask ourselves. Remember, we talked about Sunday, how the word of God will locate us. And if you're in that situation, I know you were taking care of my grandmother. I, and so and so and so if we see if you see yourself in the in, in the word and the word is convicting you or the word is putting this out to you that that's where you are. The question has to be asked. Am I expecting resurrection in the in this area of finances, but I haven't put to death my desire for my finances. Now watch this. Do I want a resurrection in a relationship dynamic, but I have, but I still want everything my way that I've got to put to death my way. Can I put to death unforgiveness? Can I put to death bitterness? Can I put to death everything having to go my way? Or can, watch this, or can I, as the Bible say, prefer others above myself? Can I, can I have room in my life for people to not have to be perfect, but I make room for other people's faults, as it says in Ephesians. Um, so, so have I put to death that dynamic when it comes to relationship? Listen, I want the resurrection in my spirit, but have I put to death the things of my flesh, the fleshly desires, the things that my flesh wants? I, I, I see you. I see you. I'm trying to preach this thing. Watch this. Have I put to death the things of the flesh? And that is the question that, yes, why I want a resurrection. My Listen, my finances cannot see a resurrection until I put my way of doing my finances to death. I cannot see a resurrection in certain, I cannot see a resurrection in certain relationship dynamics unless I put to death my carnal way of dealing in this relationship. And it has to be put to death. Now watch this. We have to understand in our life that some things just need 
to die. Okay. That's another thing that we've, that we've got to sit there and make that confession and make that resolution the same way we said, we want to question ourselves that am I expecting or desiring a resurrection, but I have not seen death yet that I also have to be honest with myself and say, some things need to die. Now watch this for some things to die in my life. It, it, it also matters how the thing dies. Okay. Now watch this, watch this. We cannot let these things die where we're trying to see resurrection. If we're trying to see it now, we ca- I cannot see these things die. Watch this due to natural causes. Meaning I just let it live and live and live until it expired, until it just went away, until I was no longer dealing with it anymore. I let time take care of it. That's what it means when it says someone, you know, passed away from natural causes, meaning the lifespan of that thing just left. But I cannot sit here and live my life and just hope that a sin just lives out its lifespan and that once it's done and I'm done with it, then all of a sudden I'm, uh, it, I'm over and the thing died of natural causes. No, I cannot let that. I can't let these mindsets just die off of natural causes. No, they need to be what? Put to death. I need to take action. It won't go away. It won't, fa- it won't fade away. I need to go into warfare with that thing and I need to put those things to death that I need in, in the Bible. In the Bible says in the scripture, we just talked about that by the spirit, I need to put down what put to death the things of the flesh and these things of the flesh. Let me tell you something. If anybody has ever battled anything in their life, I know everybody who goes to impact is perfect. And so none of y'all ever had to battle anything. I'm the only one who had to battle some things and I'm still battling things. We know these things will not go easy. We know that there are some things that may have been easy to give up. There may have been some ways that were easy uh, 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 to just let go and to, and to not follow and to not get, but then there are some things that will just hold on to you. And it seems like this thing will not let me go. And we've got to, we've got to commit today that the things of the flesh need to die and they will not die of natural causes by the spirit of God. I will put them to what? I will put them to death. Now watch this. Galatians 2 20 uh, says in, in, in the NIV, Galatians 2 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, right? I've been crucified with Christ. There's the death right there that I've been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer I that lives, but it's Christ that what lives in me. We talked about that same spirit that raised him from the dead. We talked about the same power that was at work in the resurrection. We, that that's, that it is now Christ who what lives in me. So I've died. It is Christ who lives in me. So watch this. The life I now live in this body. So the life that I'm living is not about me. I've been crucified with Christ. Christ lives in me. So now the life that I live in this body, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and did what? And gave himself for me. And so all the things I've got to learn how to do what? How to, and we read this in Colossians. If you've got to go back to our um, uh, verse by verse Bible study, go back to the verse by verse Bible study in Colossians. We talked about putting off the old man and putting on the new man. We talked Sunday about setting our affections on. Listen, it is not easy and for and it does not come naturally. OK, it is something that we have to intentionally do. And that has to do with what? Our relationship with God. That has to do with what? Spending that time with God. That has to do with what? Self-discipline. That has to do with what? Telling my flesh no. Listen, that's one of the beautiful things about fasting. I say it all the time, is that a lot of times we, we listen, if I'm never used to telling my flesh no, it's never going to listen to me. And so I've got to be in the habit. I've got to be, I, I can't all of a sudden you know, say, okay, I'm just going to turn on the no switch like a light, like a light bulb. And the minute I say no, or the minute I'm going to fall, no, I've got to be in the habit of doing that thing. Watch this. And, 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 and in that suffering and in that crucifixion, we actually have fellowship with Christ. Watch this. Philippians 3.10. Philippians 3.10. Here's Paul. This is what he says. 
I want to know you, Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection, okay? And we love that. I want to know you in the power. I want to know you and experience you in the power of your resurrection. Watch this. And participation in his suffering, becoming like him in his death. We're talking about putting to death these things that we have been crucified with Christ. I is no longer I that lives. And with I comes a whole lot of stuff. My personality, the way that I think something should be done, the way I'm going to handle my finances, the way that I give to people who I feel like giving to. I love the people who I feel like loving. All these eyes, all these things that comes with I, that's got to be put up on the cross. Watch this. But the, but the cool thing is, you know what else is on the cross? The sins that I struggle with, the shortcomings that I have, the times that I fall. And see, I don't mind that being on the cross and me being forgiven and having a new life. But the me, the stuff that I like, I don't want on that cross. No, no. It's all encompassing. Okay. And so he says, and somehow attaining until the resurrection of the dead. And so we want to know him in the resurrection power. And we want that same power that's in our life. And there are some things, yes, in our life that we may struggle with. There may be some dreams. There may be, it could be finances. It could be visions, things that God has told you. And, and, and you feel as if it is dead. I'm trying to tell you that the, that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead and the same spirit that was in Jesus when he re- is in us. We read it in scriptures and, and you can see resurrection right now in your life. But we have to make sure that we are not expecting resurrection and we are not expecting brand new and expecting being brought back to life in areas that we haven't put to death yet. And I, and I can't put it to death for Charles. And I can't put it to death for Morel and Mike. I can't put it to death for, for Yenis. Yenis, you've got to do, you've got to put it to death uh, uh, by the spirit. Amen. And so I believe we'll see these resurrection in, in different areas of our life. And, and uh, maybe next week, now remember next week um, uh, on Wednesday, uh, we're going to do Bible study starting uh, uh, next week on Wednesdays. And so on Wednesday is when we'll do our Bible studies um, starting next week. And maybe I feel in my spirit, you know, it's almost eight o'clock that I need that, that maybe what we need to do starting next week is go through the process of what it means to, to, to crucify the flesh or to die to the things of the flesh. And we'll jump into that um, a little bit next week. 